Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking one layer of humour sponge, spreading on the buttercream of friendship, the jam of great chat, and then putting another big bit of internet sponge on top of it. And that's the podcast, James, it's a cake. Is my name Victoria? No, James Acaster. And that's Ed Gamble. And this is the Off Menu Podcast, where we invite a guest into our dream restaurant, and we ask them their favourite ever, start a main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Kathy Burke. Burke. Oh, here we are. Back in a little town we oh. like to call National Treasure Chester. Get your shovels, because we're digging for treasure. We're digging for treasure. Nationally. What a what a treat, James, this is to have Kathy Burke on the podcast. Every time I've been asked who's the dream guest to have on the podcast, mm-hmm. Kathy Burke always gets mentioned by me. I would say this is the longest we have tried to get a guest yes. because before we even did our first episode the people we asked straight away were Scroobius Pip, Kathy Burke and Richard Osman and Grace Dent so the, the, yeah. those four straight away were the yeah. first four emails we sent out and Kathy was like uh, I'll try and make it work if I can and we've been trying to make it work for years yes and we finally 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 did it did it and so now when people good. ask me for dream guests yeah I can't say uh, Kathy Burke and The Rock anymore. I just have to say The Rock. Now it's just The Rock. Yeah. So make it happen, people. Maybe Kathy knows The Rock. Kathy might know The Rock. The The Burke might know The Rock. The Burke might, might know The Rock. Uh, so excited to have Kathy in. Obviously, oh. what a what a history of work. We've grown we've grown up uh, fans. We uh, we've both met her a couple of times and have been I've never in, met her. In, in, you've not never met her. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm about to be here the first time Ed Gamble meets Kathy Burke. Yeah. This is going to be great. I'm also aware that Kathy refers to our podcast as the Where's Me Dinner podcast. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll get into that. Yes. Um, I, I refer to Kathy Burke's new podcast as Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. Well, that's, that's the title yes, of it. Yes, it's, it's actual name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, not Where's Me Funeral. Yeah, Ooh, I'm Dead podcast. 
Yes. If you could plan your perfect death, what would you do? That's the tagline. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You've recorded an episode, haven't you, James? I have. I, I went on and talked to Kathy about my perfect death, perfect funeral, perfect afterlife. Oh, and it was an early morning record. It really, really bummed me out for the rest of the day, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. But there's, it's a very interesting talking point. I'm assuming, I mean, I've not heard it yet, but I'm assuming yeah. myself and the great Benito will be carrying the coffin. Yeah, well, um, maybe you. You're a strong boy. Yeah, but Benito can get involved. He can do a eulogy, but not with his little twin arms. He can't <laughs> hold, hold, hold the coffin up. Yeah, but I think the idea with pallbearers is that you have many, right? So it's sort of distributed. And yeah. you're not a heavy guy, James. Even so. Even so. I, I, I think I would have to... He could be there for show, but I don't think he's going to be doing any work. I imagine everyone wearing um, the traditional funeral garb, apart from Benito, who's wearing his Alton Towers jumper. Yeah, yeah, he wears Alton Towers jumper. He would have. He won't. He won't care. He'll be looking for a replacement going around. I think he will like care. That would be a lot of admin to have to deal with. Mainly James. be uh, be networking at the wake, just trying to see who likes food. Well, yeah, I noticed you bear a few, few chips chips to the buffet there. Uh, I don't suppose. <laughs> don't give away what's on the buffet. We need to go and listen to Kathy's new podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, find yeah. Out. We will have to. There's loads of food chat on that, though. Yeah. I do talk about a lot of food. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about Kathy Burke. Today. Oh, so excited. But of course, and we're really hoping this doesn't happen today, James. Well, I imagine. That if Kathy picks an ingredient which we have predecided upon that is our secret ingredient, something we hate, we will ask her to leave the dream restaurant and go straight to her dream funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, the secret ingredient is. Crab, crab sticks. sticks. Crab sticks or crab-flavoured sticks or fish sticks. Thank you, Bede. Thank you, Jenny Bede. Uh, wonderful comedian Jenny Bede uh, suggested this to me on WhatsApp. Now, I'm fully behind it. Mm. I have to say, though, we've had tinned crab in the past. Now we've got yeah. crab sticks. Crab is it's, it's sounding like we don't like crab. Now I love crab. Of course we like crab. I actually don't mind crab sticks sometimes. Okay. My wife loves crab sticks. Does she know? I didn't know They're that. regularly in our fridge. She'll absolutely... You know, they wow. in the packet, they come through... Uh, they come in those little separate uh, plastic sleeves. Like little cheese strings? Yeah, find those around the house quite quite regularly. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, so find like those crab. next to the bath and stuff. Oh, God. Gross. Absolutely <laughs> gross. It always surprises me how gross Ed's wife is. Because <laughs> every time I see her... Just lovely. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, you know, I would never guess all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These little crabby packets around the, around eating, the house. Eating oh. crab everywhere. Find crab stick packets in the bathroom bin. Gordon Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we're big crab fans. It, on my tour that I just went on, mm -hmm. my, my tour manager just was like, Every time he looked at a menu, it's like, I know what you're having. You're having the one with the crab on it. The crab. You're well, a I didn't even boy. notice that about myself. So, yeah. so now I feel bad selling out the crab here. But I actually don't think. There's any crab in them. No, there you go. Which is why you have to call them crab flavored sticks. Mm. That's a bit from I'm Alan Partridge when he's he's he does a fact about crab sticks. Oh, does he? And you have to call them crab flavored sticks. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we should save the secret ingredient for when we have Steve Coogan on the podcast. Nah, we got lo we got loads of other things we can use for Steve Coogan. Oh yeah, loads smell my cheese. Yeah, spinal column in a bap. Yeah. Anyway. It's not about Steve <laughs> It's about Kathy <laughs> Burke. It's about Kathy Burke. Yes. This is the off menu menu of Kathy Burke. Welcome, Kathy, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you very much. 
Welcome, Kathy Burke, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Yes. Here we are. We actually have. We actually have, time. yeah. Well, I did listen to um, lovely Richard E. Grant on yes. your show quite recently, and I heard you say... You wanted either me or the Rock, yeah. yeah. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't actually get in touch with the Rock himself. Um, what have you got in your back? But I did, I did bring the Rock <laughs> to uh, to just be part of it, yeah. Yes. For the, for the listener, Cathy uh, has brought an uh, action it. figure of the Rock. That is good. That's so He's got good. a little black waistcoat on yeah. and no top. Yeah, that's black amazing. And Absolutely ripped, as you'd imagine. And he moves. Look at that. And I wonder if... <laughs> can he sit? Oh, he, let's sit him down. Let's sit him down, yeah. Let's get him, needs a little let's sit get him comfy. What film's that? What uh, film's the one where he wears uh, a little black waistcoat? Was that no, wrestling. wrestling outfit, Wrestling. It did yeah. have um, WWE on the Yeah, WWE. That's yours. You can keep that. Oh, yeah? I should have got two. So you'd have one each, but... We can have it in the studio. Yeah, I thought, can be in every I thought James would somehow get more pleasure out of it <laughs> than you, Ed. That's probably true. <laughs> Is this something you bought specifically for this purpose, or did you have one kicking around? No, I, I, I ordered it on a well-known delivery service, and there was a right palaver. <laughs> was there? Well, it didn't get delivered, so we couldn't deliver, and I, I thought it was a goner, and I ordered it about three weeks ago. And then the other day, a neighbour from down the road said, oh, I've had this package for a few days. And it was the rock. <laughs> I was like, oh, wonderful. Did you, tell, did you tell your neighbour what the package no, was? I'm no, I'm never that familiar with neighbours. Thank you very much. <laughs> you start on that caper, they'll, they'll never leave. Yeah, they're sure. sim- sim- my neighbours are the same. They're simply addresses to have parcels delivered to and pick up at a later date. Exactly. I try and have chats with mine. Do you? Yeah, well, we're right next to each other, right in, right in a little corner. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, my neighbours are lovely. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, very, yeah. very nice. Yes. Um, but I've always sort of kept myself to myself a yeah. bit, you know. What I'm imagining, just for my own amusement, is that Cappy's neighbour is the rock. <laughs> yes. So that's why you didn't tell him what was in the package. <laughs> I feel like if Cathy's neighbour was the rock, you might, you might have been able to get something from him to bring in rather than order mm. a... Maybe. I don't know, man. Know. <laughs> Maybe noise. He might not have liked some noise in the past and didn't want to do me any favours, so... I'm on a street WhatsApp group. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. See, I, I, I really resisted for a long time. Yeah. But it is brilliant. Is it? Yeah, because there's one guy down the road who always looks out the looks out the blinds just at the right time as something's <laughs> happening, and you're like, you're looking out those blinds all day. And the other day, he saw a workman who was working in one of the other houses come out of the house and um and do a shit next to one of the cars. <gasps> what? What? That's outrageous. And listen to this: this guy went outside and took a picture of the shit and put it on the WhatsApp group. Oh, Photograph the shit. Well, excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> I tell you probably why you have to have a shit outside because a lot of people don't let builders or workmen use the conveniences in Mm. their home, which I think is outrageous. It is completely outrageous. And completely unhumane, inhumane. Yeah. And going to the bathroom is very, very important. Yeah. So it might smell for a bit. Yeah. And just tell them, say, look, clean it after. I don't want to be sorting out anybody's skid marks, so just make sure you clean it. (laughs) 
That's all you yeah. got to say. It's all I say. Yeah, yeah, that's all you'd say. It, I mean, the, the story went on and on. Like there was more details coming through. I don't think he was very well. He was he was only sixteen or seventeen, and Aww. then he he had to come back and clean it up because his boss told him to clean it up. And then he was crying while he was cleaning up the poo. Oh, <laughs> this is so sad. But from my perspective, reading all that on a WhatsApp group, I yeah, had the best yeah. morning of my life. Of course, <laughs> of course, because like you know. It is funny when people cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. Especially when they're clearing up their own shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Sorry, awful. Talking I've, I've brought shit, in. Yeah. Let's, uh, where's me dinner? <laughs> that's what you call our podcast, isn't it? That's what I call your podcast, I love it. Ed. Where's it's me such dinner? a better name. Because I can't remember off menu. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so easy. And, of course, it makes sense. But I just, I, so I said to Rosie Connolly, I said, oh, I'm doing Where's Me Dinner? And she said, <laughs> she went, what's Where's Me Dinner? And I went, you've done it. You know, Where's Me Dinner? Where well, you talk about your dinner with Ed and James. She went, it's called Off Menu. I'm <laughs> quite impressed that Rosie knew. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's good for her. Yeah, we must have really made an impact yeah. if Rosie remembered what we were called. And of course, you've got your own podcast now. Yes, thank you. Where there's a will, there's a wake. That's it. A little bit of promotion. <laughs> so um, I don't know when this is being aired, but I suppose we would have dropped by the time this is aired. It's dropped. I'm learning all this newfangled <laughs> communication that, that, that the kids use. So, yeah, it's called Well, is a Will, there's a Wake, and it's about your fantasy funeral. And James has done it. Yeah. James came on and was a lovely guest. I'm sure. He is a lovely guest, isn't we he? We might be uh, yeah. pushing for Ed to come on it at some point No pushing soon. needed. I'll be there in a shot, Cathy. But so, Ed will never die. Ed will never die. Is that something you think? Yeah. I think you're one of the people, one of those kind of people who will never die. Right. <laughs> I don't know what sort of people are they. Yeah, yeah there's a few people who are <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, mortal yeah. people yeah. who just never die. And I think that's you. You'll always look like this forever. You're always going to be alive. Well, then I've got plenty of time to plan what my dream Absolutely. funeral will be, right? Yeah. And it's quite nice because it's, it's sort of a bit, a bit dark, but yeah. it's good fun. And it's good to laugh in the face of death. It is. Because I think we're all, we're all quite frightened of it. Mm-hmm. But it's something we've got no control over. So where there's a will, there's a wake, allows you a little bit of control in a sort of fantasy yeah. aspect. It's of. also, it is really important to talk about because it is, yeah. it is, no matter what James thinks, it is going to happen to everyone. Yes. And you've got to oh, get your, you've got to get what you want out there. I mean, there is a situation maybe where someone who's been on your podcast doesn't leave a will or doesn't actually tell their family what they want from the funeral. So their family have to listen to your podcast and mm. then and then do what they said on that. That's exactly what Jennifer Saunders said. Well, there you go. At the end of it, Jennifer said, oh, just send this to aid. <laughs> and then <laughs> I haven't got a bother with any legal shit. Just, just send it to him. Well, everyone can listen to that now. Yes. Go in not, and, not, well, not right not now. Right, right now. Listen, listen to, to this, this first. Yeah. Yeah. And then go and listen to all of Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. Thank you very much. Are you a big food fan, Kathy? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love food. Who doesn't like food? Some people, some weirdos. Well, I suppose I am a bit finickety because I don't eat meat. So I haven't eaten meat for, God, it's nearly 40 years now, wow. which is really impressive. <laughs> um, but I do occasionally have fish. Because every now and again I need, you know, you just sort of feel your body needs a bit of extra protein. Mm -hmm. And it's very good for the skin. So I'm a pescatarian. Yeah. And I've been a pescatarian for 40 years. That's not, I wouldn't say that's finickety though. I wouldn't talk to a, we, a pescatarian well, and go, oh, dear, it's picky. No, no, oh, we've only just oh, right. started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of finickiness coming around the bend. There is, there is. There's a lot of things I can't eat because of medical conditions. 
And there's a lot of things I won't eat because of good taste. Could you do your own show called Can't Eat, Won't Eat? Oh, that's a that's good, good idea. That's good, yeah, yeah. It's just a sort of Generation Game style uh, conveyor belt of things and you just say... I just flick off yeah. what I don't want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like tiddly winks, you know, yeah. tiddly stinks. No, yeah. no, aubergine, fuck off. You don't like aubergine? Off. Don't like aubergine. No. I think the reason I don't like aubergine is because when I started being a vegetarian and I didn't eat fish up for the first 10 years of being veggie, but in, I was a veggie in the 80s, there was nothing. There was baked beans, jacket potatoes, cauliflower cheese and moussaka. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Guess so, which one Cappy doesn't like? Yeah, the absolute venom off. that you said moussaka, moussaka with. Moussaka, I fucking hate moussaka. <laughs> you sound like uh, Scar from The Lion King talking about <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> disdain. Yeah, if, the, if that film was remade and instead of Mufasa h- hanging over the edge of the cliff it was a, it was a moussaka, <laughs> you'd absolutely dig your claws in, wouldn't you? Yeah. Scar. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't like moussaka. The other thing I don't like is risotto. Uh-huh. Because that would be fobbed off on you a lot yeah. as a vegetarian Mushroom in the risotto 80s. Sort of, yeah. Oh, gee whiz. In fact, I once did a... A few years ago, I think, oh, fuck knows how long ago it was, but Gordon Ramsay had a show on the telly. I think it was called The F Word. Is that, yeah, is that I remember that one. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And he'd invite people to a restaurant and all that, and he'd cook for you. Anyway, so I was looking forward. He knew I was a vegetarian. Anyway, I, he comes over and he's like, really nice to meet you. And I went, nice to meet you. And he went, I'm really happy you're here. He said, you're a vegetarian, which is a bit of a bane of my life. And I went, okay. And he said, but I'm going to do you a lovely risotto. And I went, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? And I said, I don't like risotto. I'm not, I'm not having it. And he said, but I'll, I'll do a really nice risotto. He's called him Bloody Ramsay. Yeah. And I went, I don't care. I, I don't want it. I ain't come all this way to have a risotto. So he had to go back into the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> moussaka. Can you imagine if he'd said moussaka? But anyway, he came back and what he did, he did a nice uh, pasta, like a tanglatelli uh-huh. with mushrooms. And I have to say, it was amazing. Right. Great. It was incredibly delicious. Yeah. So. As if it wasn't. I remember Vic Reeves going on. Maybe it was that show. Yeah. It was Hell's Kitchen. I know exactly what you're going to say. Ordering the fried egg? Yeah. <laughs> it was It was when everyone, they all, I think it was when it was the celebrity one, they all had to cook in the kitchen. It was always a stressful service. Yes. And Vic Reeves, I don't know if he'd had a drink or he's just being weird, um, just toddled up to the pass where all the chefs were working and, yeah. uh, and asked for two fried eggs on a china plate. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Gordon Ramsay cracked two eggs over his head, as yeah. far as I remember. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. As far as I remember, that's what happened. He was furious. I remember that, series. Was that the one when Edwina Curry was on it? Maybe, yeah. Oh, that's a Hell's Kitchen. Was yeah, that Hell's yeah. Kitchen? He... Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Didn't he sandwich her head between two slices of bread? Oh, maybe it wasn't her she did yeah. that way, but the, the, the idiot sandwich yeah. or the stupid sandwich. I think that was someone... I remember him saying to Edwina Curry... Uh, you fucked our Prime Minister, now you're trying to fuck me up the arse. <laughs> 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 Absolutely brilliant. That was yeah. so good. We always start with still a sparkling water, Cathy. Still. Yeah. Question two. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been very surprised if you said sparkling. Well, I, I have a sparkling now and again, but I do, I drink a lot of water. Yeah. I really do drink a lot of water. 
And I do drink bottled water, which is sort of out of order. <laughs> um, or I can drink filtered water. Mm-hmm. I don't like water straight out the tap because I've got a funny tummy. Yeah. So I think psychologically, if it's straight out the tap, I think I'm going to get the shits. <laughs> and it's not always the case. Yeah. But I do. I drink a lot of water. I love water. Oh, yeah? I don't understand it when people say, oh, I need a little bit of juice in there or... I just don't get it. Yeah, people just think people think water's boring, and I don't understand it. It's the, nah. it's the best. It is. It's great. Unless it comes from the tap, because it gives you the shits. Yeah, I, don't, I can't have it from the tap. <laughs> have you ever had it from the tap, and it's giving you the shits? Yes. Or is this a, oh, okay. Yes, I've got a very. I know I don't look it, but I'm very delicate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claudia Winkleman came on the podcast, said she yeah. never drinks water. Really? Uh, she thinks it's disgusting, and she thinks that when you drink it, it swells your tongue up and makes your tongue all big and wet. And that surprises me, because she's got such lovely skin. Yeah. She's got very glossy hair. She's eating a lot of fish. Ah, oh, do you it. think? Yeah, 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 it must yeah. be the fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that surprises me about the old water. But yes, anyway, I would like some still um, water, please. Filtered? Bottled? Filtered. Yeah, or bottles. Do you have a bottle of choice at home? Do you have some... Not really. It's whatever's cheapest on uh, what's on offer yeah, on the old uh, delivery. Would you want anything in the water? Do you want any lemon ice? No. Okay, you looked disgusted when I said that. <laughs> no. Um, no. Remember a friend of mine got really into making cucumber water. Yeah. yeah. You know, Jesus. Yeah. Load of shit. Did a name and shame this person? No. No. <laughs> Rock? It was top film director Joe Wright, and he got into making this cucumber water for a bit. I was like, no, you're all right. I'd have preferred tap. Would it have been like long cut cucumbers? Like the, the, the long. Yeah, I don't know. They were just all in a sort of object, you know. Like a, a vat. Yeah, with a yeah. fancy tap on I know, it. Yeah, I know that exactly what you, you mean. You know, you pass a lot of places, you see it in cafes yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> You Sometimes know. they pack, like, so I've just been on tour, so I'm in a lot of hotels. Yeah. And you stay in a slightly nicer hotel. That's what they have at breakfast instead of just like normal water. They've got like mint and strawberry and cucumber. I think they call it spa water. Oh. All in a big vat. And it's like, yeah. I just want a glass of water because quite often I just want the water to cool my coffee down. But you can't have a strawberry, cucumber, mint coffee. No. Maybe that you could just And also, wasn't, wouldn't there be bits? Yeah. And, you know, be. bits get on my nerves when there's bits <laughs> in things. Yes. It's like, I can't, I can't be having that. So oh. you're a smooth orange juice person as well? I am a smooth, yeah, yeah. A smooth orange, orange juice yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Orange juice with bits. Disgusting. It's like, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's like someone's emptied a pencil sharpener yes. into my orange juice. Yes. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. That's a brilliant way of describing it. Yeah. But it is bits of orange, though. So it's like someone's used a pencil sharpener to sharpen an orange and then emptied it in. Yeah, yeah. even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Do you like yogurts with bits in it? When a yogurt's got like bits of strawberry and bits of raspberry in there. Well, sometimes I do prefer a plain yogurt, but sometimes, see, I'm mad about blueberries. Oh, yeah. So if there's a blueberry, we'll get on to blueberries later, but if there's a blueberry knocking about in some yogurt, then then I'll have that quite happily. I had blueberries this morning in my porridge. Very good. Thank you. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Pablo's <laughs> or bread? Pablo's or bread, Kathy Burke? Bread! Pablo's or bread? Bread. Of course, bread. Yeah. See, that's how I feel, but, you know, that we do get quite a lot of people saying poppadoms. Yeah. But I'm always, I'm, I'm always bread as well. I'm very relieved that quite a few people say poppadoms because it was my idea to say that stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> but poppadoms are great if you're having a n- nice bit of curry or something. Yeah. But just, you know, you can't toast a poppadom. 
and I love toast. Yeah. And I like brown bread. No seeds. Fucking um This is bits I, I, again. This isn't it? is getting on my nerves, this seed shit. <laughs> everything. It's on everything. Yeah. Honestly, I did a tweet a couple of years would you stop? Because I'm not a fucking parrot. <laughs> What is this? What is this? And yeah. I've got a lovely uh, shop down the end of my road, quite a posh French shop, and yeah. they do lovely baguettes and sourdough. And I've got myself a nice sourdough baguette from there the other day. Got it home. Fucking seeds in it. Inside. <laughs> Inside. They've never done that before. Yeah. And, and the seed thing, because I used to eat a lot of seeds because they're very healthy. So I used to <laughs> scatter them on my salads, and then I didn't realise I had this tummy condition called diverticulitis and the worst thing you can eat are seeds really yeah yeah because when you've got diverticulitis it means you've got these little sort of pockets around your intestine so if you eat things like seeds they can get stuck in the pockets and they can get infected and can make you terribly ill so in the show where you flick food off that you don't like this is a medical one rather than a taste one this is a medical one yeah yeah yes because because i used to love there's a, a shop. Are we allowed to mention shops? Yeah, yeah so go So used to do yeah. a great brown batch loaf that was covered in seeds. And I used to love it. It was delicious, particularly toasted, because then some of the seeds would be quite, uh, what would you say, cracky. Yeah, I know, know exactly what you mean. But obviously that was killing me, you know. So, yeah, no seeds, thanks. Is there anything else that gets... Trapped in the tummy pockets, apart from seeds? Is there all anything the bits, else? I imagine. All the bits? Well, all the bits, I suppose. Although I wasn't really told that by the doctors. It was just by my consultants, I should say. Um, it was just ma- mostly seeds. And I had been going big time on the seeds before <laughs> before I got... So you were a parrot? Yeah. So I, was a, I was happily a parrot. <laughs> but um, but no, not, not any longer. And in the last sort of ten years, it's gone seed nuts. Yeah, you know because because um, everyone's gone fucking healthy. Um, but I, I think it's just uh, it's a cheap way of filling up a salad bowl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. we'll throw some seeds on there because they're, look, they're about a penny, fancy. and we could charge ten pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a scam. Yeah. So, what type of bread are we talking then for this? Well, I love a home meal, and I love Crank's home meal. Uh-huh. It's quite dense. But I love it. Oh, it's the best toast. It's it's wonderful. Not heard of Cranks? No, I'm not sure I have either. Cranks? Yeah. So Cranks was um, it was sort of one of the first sort of veggie restaurants. It used to be around the, the back of Soho somewhere in Soho. So yes, yeah, so when I first became veggie forty years ago, I would have to go to Cranks. I'd have to go all the way into town if I wanted to get a few bits. You know what I mean? Um, stock up on some things, and then yeah, they do a great home meal loaf. I think some shops, like normal shops, yeah. will do a Cranks loaf. But again, I went into a shop that I knew did Cranks, and I went in, and it was a seeded Cranks loaf. <laughs> the worst. Oh. <laughs> These seeds are just following you around, aren't they? They're just everywhere. And you, when you were walking to the shop, you were thinking, I can't wait to have my Cranks loaf. My Cranks toast when I get home. Yeah. Nice bit of toast. And, uh, yeah, so that didn't happen. So I don't mind your sort of common sliced shop-bought Hovis mm-hmm. or Warburton's, mm-hmm. but always brown. I just I just prefer home meal. 
Well, I think for your dream menu, we can get you some cranks. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit Seedless. of butter on there. No, no butter. I used olive spread. Delicious. Which I much prefer, actually. I yeah. find butter a bit much. Yeah. I do. Yeah, a bit much. Every yeah. now and again, it's nice, but it's quite... It's, yeah, it's just like eating soft cheese, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm, I'm well yeah. on board for that. That's really? really? fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You'll go home and eat a whole Brilliant. block of butter now. My wife went to uh, went on holiday to Paris with some friends recently, mm. came back, just brought me some butter in her bag. <laughs> it's the butter with chunks of salt in it. Yes, that is great butter. I, I go to France a lot. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're dirty bastards because they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll put meat in everything. Like, you'll order some peas yeah. and it's been cooked in fucking duck neck or something. Yeah. Some peas. Yeah, yeah. I, they just love it. Although I have to say again, just on the flip side, so, um, but my friend, Sean, who lives in France, who I go to visit, him and his husband, Peter, we'll be on to Peter later, and um, he's vegan, Sean. Yeah, yeah. And actually living in France, and they're getting great at it now. And there's lots of vegan choices to be had. So, yeah. But that butter with the salt is extraordinary. So good. But but do you not count that as bits? That's bits, isn't it? It's bits. It's butter with bits of of salt in it. Yeah, but it's sort of different, isn't it? Salt. I mean, it's naughty. And uh, And it melts a little bit as well, right? So they're not crunchy bits. Well, they are a little bit, but, you know. And especially if you use it on toast, because then it does melt. Yeah, yeah. And then your salty bread is even saltier with the salty toast. Is this what you want on your dream meal, then? The the brown toast with just olive spread or anything else on, on that? Yeah, just some olive spread, yeah. Every now and again, I like a bit of seedless... Jam, yes, of course, and you can get seedless raspberry jam, and I love a cherry jam. Mm. Love cherries. Do you like marmalade? Who? Marmalade? No, no. Don't like marmalade. That's that. James is annoyed there because he was going to ask his traditional question, which is: Are you a shredhead or a shredless wonder? Because (laughs) you talk about bits, and uh, there's marmalade that has the shreds in it, and marmalade that has no shreds in it. Oh, no, I find it a bit bitter. Mm. Just a bit, it's a bit strong for me. I had a very nice lime and rum marmalade the other day. Oh, lime and rum. Yeah, maybe you would enjoy that. It was good. Shreds? Shreds in it, but I didn't mind. Mm, That's interesting. That's the sort of thing you get for Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, and then put it at the back of the cupboard for a year. Yes, that's what happened. (laughs) And now now it's November and I just opened it for the first time. (laughs) And did it have a mouldy top on it? No, it didn't. It was was uh, very happy. Oh, that's good. Who was it? um, Was it Theresa May that said you just got to scrape off the mould? Off the top. Says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's Was that about jam or about, about like the economy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more question before we move on to the starter. How did your goddamn wife get butter from France to your house oh, yeah. without melting and going all bad? Well, it's not, you know, it's not a particularly hot time of year. And, you know, it's quite a quick trip now, I think. Mm. Hop on the Eurostar. Not too bad. She brought, and she brought back, I'm not joking, um, about 12 salamis. As well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she eats very oddly when I'm away as well. Like okay. She'll just live like a squirrel or a rat or something. Oh. And just sort of scuttle <laughs> to the kitchen and eat slices of sausage all night. And so she just pickles. grazes. She grazes all day. And then I come back with my with my square meals. Yes. And she's gutted. I think she loves grazing like a little rat. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get onto your meal proper now. Your dream starter. Right. So my dream starter is a small portion, obviously, because it's a starter, of spaghetti pesto. Mm. 
That's very nice. Do you know you look quite pleased with yourself? Well, yes, because I sort of wanted spaghetti pesto as my main. Uh-huh. And then I thought, oh, that's a bit, oh. And then I thought, oh, no, well, the Italians, they like to have a, a little bowl of pasta as their starter yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You've, you've hacked it. You've hacked the system because yeah. now you get to have that as your start. I mean, the Italians sometimes will do starter pasta course main. Oh, that's And true. then dessert. So oh, if there's anything true. else you're thinking of for your starter that you want to then throw before the pasta course, you can use the pasta course loophole. We have allowed people to use that loophole before. Oh, really? Oh, great. All right, in then. The right, the great. Okay, well, for my starter, <laughs> before my pasta course, I once, you know, there's a very posh restaurant called The Ivy. Yeah. And many, many years ago, before I knew I couldn't eat seeds, I went to The Ivy and they did a tomato tart that was so delicious, mm. I dreamt about it mm. that night. <laughs> yeah. And I sort of went back to the restaurant like a week later just to have this starter again. Great. Because it was beautiful. It was like that lovely flaky pastry, mm. but it was roasted tomatoes and like a balsamic dressing. Mm. Oh, it was delicious. That sounds yeah. delicious. I love that when roasted tomatoes and they go all sweet and yes. a little bit, yeah, just a bit chewy as well, maybe. Just yes. really delicious. That's Absolutely so good. gorgeous. Yeah. What happened in the dream with the tomato oh, I was tart? Just, I was just eating a tomato tart. That's so funny. It's <laughs> exactly the same as like, yeah. what happened in the day. Exactly the different, same. Different outfit on? Or just no. wearing the same clothes? But same taste, you know? Yeah, it was the, yeah, same, yeah. the same. It was like eating it again. I do that as well. I really worry when I when I just have dreams that are so literal to what's just happened because yeah. everyone else is like really weird dreams trying to interpret them, you know, processing what's happened in the day. I'm like, yeah, I'm eating exactly the same food <laughs> in the dream as I was eating just before I went to sleep. Just having me dinner yeah. all over again. <laughs> so that would be my starter and then my little pasta course pasta. would yeah. be my spaghetti pesto, homemade pesto. So you make your own pesto? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because... You know, sometimes it just doesn't live up to it when I eat out. Mm-hmm. I can always tell as well when they've used a jarred yeah. pesto. Yeah. And you can tell. And that's very, very, very disappointing. What's going in your pesto, in your homemade pesto? Uh, your basil, yep. your pine nuts, garlic, olive oil, parmesan. Lovely. A little bit of salt and pepper. Sometimes, just to be controversial, I'll chuck a few spinach leaves in there oh, because yeah. it just gives a nice deeper green and it's the simplest thing to make mm-hmm. i mean they the jar stuff it costs a fortune yeah compared you know basil's quite an expect they're all quite expensive ingredients but if you make enough you can freeze it put it in little tuppers and mm. and freeze them how often are you having pesto quite a lot i'd yeah. say i'd probably have pesto Maybe once a week, uh-huh. so it does get used. That's a, I think that's a good amount. It's clearly something you enjoy, but it's not turned into a problem. It's not a yeah. problem. No. I tell you when it was a problem. Remember that lovely program, the trip that Steve yeah. Coogan and yeah. Rob Bryden Bryden did um, <laughs> <laughs> together. Well, when they did the trip Italy, oh, it was a nightmare because they're eating this. I mean, divine food. So I would have to pause it, go downstairs, make myself some spaghetti pesto, come back upstairs and eat a little bowl of spaghetti pesto while I was watching it. And they have multiple meals per episode in that. So were they you do. making multiple <laughs> bowls of tiny spaghetti pesto? 
<laughs> every time they ate anything. No, just 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 a, a bowl an episode. But yeah. I would. It just became a little habit. And it was yeah. like, oh fuck, you know, I've given it ten minutes. I've tried. I've, I've got to go <laughs> make some spaghetti pesto. I find so. So I love I love pesto, of course yeah. I do. But I'll be very hesitant to have a meal that's like pesto heavy because for me, I'm tasting that pesto for the rest of the day. Like, oh really? Oh, the taste of pesto in my mouth. I'm doing pesto burps. They're the they're the most. I mean, they're Burpos. the most distinctive burps. Oh, like I, I, I could burp five hours later and it will taste a pesto. Really? But that's oh, a yeah. delight for Maybe you. I guess if you like if you like pesto, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But no, I wonder what it is. It might be the garlic in it that's repeating. Yeah. Something on me, but like every time, it's like, because I'm a big pudding boy, I love to have desserts. Yeah. So I'm like, if I have this pesto, I don't know how long it's going to be until I can have a pudding and it won't taste a pesto. You know. <laughs> that's that's, so my, that's weird. my dilemma. But it shouldn't, I get the pesto burp thing, but it shouldn't flavour the next bit of food that you have. Oh, I can feel it in there. You can, can feel, feel it, it in it's there. It's still in my mouth. The pesto, yeah. The the ghost of the pesto is still in there. Maybe and it's too basil heavy or something. Yeah, basil. I think the basil is a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, I've been known to eat pesto from the jar like a yogurt. Yes. Oh, really? Literally, just stand at the fridge and eat pesto with a teaspoon. Wow. Get it down me. Well, it is. It is. It, it doesn't need cooking. No. It only needs warming through. So. And that happens in my tum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the oven, I call it. <laughs> what do you think of red pesto? Oh, big question. Well, that's a tomato pesto. Yeah, I mean, I would do, not peppers. I can't have peppers. They give me indigestion. Mm-hmm. But yes, I suppose if a uh, sun-dried tomato pesto, as long as the little seeds have been removed, mm-hmm. I would I would happily make that. That's a lot of effort though to remove the seeds from a sun-dried tomato because it, it doesn't really want to doesn't want to give them up, does no, it? No, no, no. You just get a teaspoon and you just right. scrape them out. Here's something I'm going to offer you. you. You've got your tomato tart. It was yeah. a sun-dried tomato, isn't it? Yeah. Followed by the pesto pasta. Yeah. In between the two as a bridge, do you want a little teaspoon of red pesto? <laughs> as a bridge? A oh, literal bridge. A literal bridge from the sun-dried tomato into oh, the pesto. Oh, you know what That's would lovely. be quite good, actually, is one of those little, um, what do they call a little sorbet thing? Yeah. A little tomato sorbet oh, would be yeah. quite a good bridge. Because mm. I don't mind those little palate cleansers. Yeah, yeah. I fucking ate a moose boosh. What the <laughs> boy is that? Yeah, well, I, I, I tried to do it on this podcast for a bit. Oh, yeah, I tried no. to give people a moose boosh at the beginning. No, they're just like little glasses of sick. <laughs> Very chefy, isn't it? Oh, it really is. It's yeah. like, look, stop titting about. Yeah, just make me my dinner. I don't need these little glasses of puke. Well, so it's a... supposed to get your mouth ready, right? That's the whole point. But, yeah. but when I turn up to dinner, my mouth's ready. Yeah, I'm, my mouth's always ready for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my dinner? Well, that's, that's in the trip when they do the, they say it's Ray Winston's phlegm. Word, please. That makes me, I hate that word. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mom's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your dream main course, you've, you've, you've already found a lovely right. hack with the pasta course, which seems to be off to a very satisfying start here. Yes, yes. With, with your start around your pasta course. Yes. Your main. So my main. So I do, I do occasionally have some fish. I will have um, very simple pan-fried sea bass. Mm. I pan-fry it, skin down, and a little bit of chilli oil. Oh, nice. So you, that's, when you like that crispy skin, it's yeah. a little bit chilli-fied. And I have that with calf's continental potatoes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> what they are is one day I had a couple of Charlotte potatoes left in the fridge, a red onion and a couple of tomatoes. And I thought, what am I going to do with this? So I chopped them all up, de-seeded the tomatoes, mixed them up in some lovely garlic oil, put them in the oven. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So... That's now a regular at mine, Calf's Continental Potatoes, which is just basically spud, onion, tomato. I like that you're not committing to a particular country yeah. of where it's from. It's just continental. I mean, I called them continental. <laughs> I, I really don't know why. I think just to make them sound a bit yeah. special, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just potato, onion and toms. What's the ratios? What do you mean? Between the potatoes, the onions and the toms, are you just like a third each or uh, is there mainly uh, potatoes? Mainly potatoes and, and the Charlotte ones are the best and you cut them in nice slices. Yeah. You get them going first 
and then you slice up your tomatoes and your um, onions. And after the potatoes have had a nice 20 minutes, first little twisty, spinny, yeah. then bung in the tomatoes and onions. It's great, and you could just forget about them Sounds for about good. another half hour. And it's lovely. So I have those with some pan-fried sea bass. But they're not my side. No, no, that's the, that's no, 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 no. They no, go no, with the sea fine. bass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But your, your garlic oil there... In, in, in with the, the continental potatoes. Yeah. And are you putting salt, pepper in there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if I haven't got any garlic oil, I'll put in a couple of cloves of garlic. That makes it continental. Yeah, even more continental. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I love, like, you know, chunks of, like, gar- roasted garlic. And yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah, that, that's great. Oh, what a treat that is. Yeah. Or when you roast a whole garlic... Mm. And then you you squeeze those little juicy buds (laughs) out. That's lovely. (laughs) Really nice. And a slice of Crank's wholemeal bread. Well, we could even, if you've got some garlic in there, you could save some bread from the bread course and then mop up. And start mopping and spreading and doing all that. Amazing. Yeah. How long have you been doing Cat's Continental Potatoes for? <laughs> I think probably it's probably about ten years. That's good. Yeah, because I think it was ten years ago that it was. What do I do with my leftovers? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh my god, I've just come up with this amazing dish. <laughs> you know, people are going to be making this now. Yeah. You, know, you get a lot of. Are you on social media? Of course. Well, you'll be getting some photos. Well, that's all right. That's it's better than when I first joined social media and I was getting photos of people's shit. <laughs> If that you want that, nice... you need to join my neighbour's WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> why, why were people sending you pictures of their oh, shit? Oh, you know, just dirty, troubled people. I don't know. It was a, it was a real shock. Yeah, when I first joined what? Twitter. Hold on. Was... <laughs> Hold on. There wasn't anything that you were doing. That, yeah, that, that, I thought that, that, that was no. some, like, some been... internet trend or something, but no, it was just no, troubled no. people. I, I, a Gillian Keefe show or something. <laughs> or, but like, but like, you, you've not done any of that. No, I just joined and, um, yeah, just, uh, I don't know. So, so I learned how to use the block button yeah. quite quick. Yeah, sure, if only yeah. they'd learn how to use the block button. If only. <laughs> um, sorry, how many people were doing this? Was it one person did No, it? I think I got about three. <laughs> it's extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. People's lives, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Well, now, now you're going to get Cass Continental Potatoes yes, pictures. Yes, please. Um, and then they'll no be a lot pro. nicer. Thank you. Um, and this, so this sea bass, and that's cooked by you for your dream meal. Oh, you, yeah. Cooked by you. Yeah, yeah. The crispy skin, the chilli oil. Yes, chilli on the skin and Cass Continental Potatoes. Would you put the sea bass on a bed of the Cass Continental Potatoes or is it? No, no. No, no. It's just on the everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. On one plate. On one plate, sort of not piling, not little bits of, like, little fingerful yeah. of, I, 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 you know, I've got a big spoon. I scoop a lot yeah. onto Cat's the big plate. spoon. Cat's a big spoon. <laughs> 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 Nearly fell off. Nearly fell off your chair. But that would have been a big moment on the podcast. Yeah. We've not had someone fall off their chair before. <laughs> Do they just lean back, yeah? Is yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. It won't go all the way back. That would be a horrible thing oh, to do to a guest. That would be really horrible. <laughs> not a Dr. Evil chair. <laughs> So, the Caps Continental Potatoes are not your dream side. So, what is your dream side? Well, because we've got quite a lot of oil mm-hmm. in, in that, you know, the sea bass has been pan-fried, Caps Continental Potatoes got the garlic oil, 
so we need something steamed. <laughs> And I love it. was funny about that. <laughs> I like how he very seriously said we need something steamed. Like it was like some plan of action. And you threw your hand in the air. You did a big bold gesture. Yeah. We, 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 need some, we need something steamed. We need something steamed. Your, your, your face looked deadly serious. Well, yeah, because otherwise it's too much grease. Yeah. So yeah. you need to cut through the grease. So, I mean, I love greens. Mm. So it's either going to be steamed broccoli... And um, a little bit of chilli, maybe a little bit of garlic or just plain steamed broccoli or steamed spinach, which I love. I hate creamed spinach. (laughs) What the hell is that? (laughs) Putting cream? I mean, I just think it's repulsive. (laughs) So I don't want creamed spinach, thank you very much. If I'm in a restaurant and, and I sit the spinach on the side is creamed spinach, I say, could you please ask the chef... Not to cream in my spinach. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it plain. Yeah. yeah. And a little bit of salt and pepper, a tiny little bit. I also like peas. So you could, so my side could be, what would you say? A cl- medley. Yes, a medley, very good, of broccoli, spinach. Although the spinach can be a bug. You've got to do the spinach separate because you've got to get the water out of it. Mm. Broccoli, spinach and peas. Yeah, lovely. And that goes really lovely with the continental spuds and the uh, sea bass. You've really thought about this as a menu as a whole, which I like. Of course, that's what I was asked to do. Yeah, was it? You know, <laughs> some people come in and just like, they just go with all their favourite foods all in one. Ed, some people are cunts. <laughs> that's all I've got to say. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> There's a place that uh, I can get on delivery now called Coquette, oh. and they do amazing... Chicken, the rotisserie chicken place. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. They have their salads. Oh, yeah, the salads are amazing. Salads yeah. are really something else. Oh, and right. their uh, burrata salad with peas mm. and courgette is uh, one of my favourites. I and love the, the really big peas. What's burrata? What? It's the, uh, the cheese. It's like a creamier mozzarella. mozzarella. Oh, yes, of course. It's like it comes as a whole thing and then you cut into it and it just like Lovely. spills all the creamy oh, stuff out. Oh, that sounds out. really yeah. nice. It's very good. And like, I don't know what kind of peas they are. They're bigger than your regular peas. They're like <laughs> marbles. Wow. <laughs> but like peas. really delicious peas. Mm. Yeah. They're like marbles. Yeah, they're like big fat peas. Yeah. They're not like normal. Like garden peas. Are they garden called marrow peas? peas? Maybe they are. Maybe. I mean, I should Because there are a pea, the... there's a pea called marrow fat pea. Yeah. So it might, it might be them. I had a great day the other day just sitting there on Deliveroo and favouriting all my favourite ones so that I've got them proper. So oh, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could do it. But like, as soon as I did that, it's a game changer now. I can just go on my list of favourites. Wow. I don't have to be scrolling all the time looking for where my favourites are. I love yeah. getting little insights into James's life. Yeah, that, yeah. that was his great day the other day. I mean, day. He's, yeah. he, he's so happy with the simple stuff, he isn't is, he? Yeah. I think that's, that's so a good, good way to be a human. Yeah. I like having an organised organised list of things you like. Yes. And I can just go on that list and look at it and go, oh, man, I can have all these things that, to my house. So it's a chicken place, really. Yeah. But they, they do veggie stuff. Yeah, I've actually never had the chicken there. Oh, right. I just have the salads there. It's pretty good. The chicken's fine, but, like, the salads are the are the highlight, I think. Yeah. yeah. See, when I was a kid, I used because I used to eat meat, obviously, mm. when I was a kid, and I used to babysit. Because back, back in the 70s, when you were a child, say, like a 9 or 10-year-old, you absolutely were allowed to look after... After three and four year olds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and 
so I used to do a lot of babysitting and I remember going and this lovely lady, I used to look after her kid, lovely lady called Molly, and they were going out for a Saturday night and she said to me, okay, she said, uh, help yourself, help yourself to whatever you like. And, and so I was like, great. And I had a look round. I put the kids to bed. I had a look round the kitchen. There was a chicken in the oven. <laughs> that they would obviously cook the night before for their Sunday dinner the right. next day. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll have a bit of chicken. <laughs> 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 and, I mean, yeah, I was like, you know, desperate Dan. <laughs> and um, I remember turning the chicken <laughs> upside down to get the oysters, you know. Oh, the yeah, bottom. it's the good stuff. <laughs> Because I used to love that. And so you, I were think, no, you were nine when I you... I was nine or ten. <laughs> so I took the, took the oysters at them and probably a leg. Yeah. Um, and her husband went fucking ape shit. <laughs> but that's the thing. You should, I, I had a similar thing. When I was like a teenager, mm. the babysat for the very first time. Yeah. And they said, help yourself to anything in the fridge. So I went absolutely, yeah. like, there's just like, I had so much shit. Yeah. And then afterwards, my mum explained it to me, like, right, they phoned me and they've said, you've basically cleared their fridge. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, well, they said, help myself to anything in the fridge, mum. Yeah. She was like, that's not what that means. Like, it is what it means. Yeah. Yeah, what, what else what, would what, it mean? Why, why would anyone say that to me if they didn't want me to just help myself to anything in the fridge? If yeah. they wanted you to have one specific thing, they should say, we've left that for you in the fridge. Yeah. Or they should have said to you, but don't touch the chicken. Don't touch yeah. the chicken. No, well, I, I think when like. I continued to babysit for them, there was probably a padlock on the oven or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I would just, I would eat anything when I was a kid. And I think that's why I ended up being a veggie in my adult life, because I just went off meat. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't eat it anymore. I used to work in a bakery at one point. I had a couple, few jobs. And after school and Saturdays, I used to work in a laundrette and I used to work in a bakery. And the best thing about the bakery was the sausage rolls. Yeah. And I, I think I just OD'd on sausage rolls. You desperate down the sausage rolls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How so. many sausage rolls would you would you get through uh, in a oh day working God. there? Oh, God. As many as I could get in me fat little face. <laughs> I just would love them. And I'd hide them as well. Yeah. So that people would think the shop had run out of sausage rolls, but I just didn't. <laughs> have you got any sausage No, I haven't got any sausage no, rolls. Sorry, sorry run but you out. just you've just opened. Oh, yeah, no, very popular. so popular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your face is covered in flaky pastry. Yeah. <laughs> Why are your pockets bulging? <laughs> so now I've got eczema. <laughs> so we move on to your dream drink. Oh, dream drink. Okay. Oh, a cup of tea, please. It's what I said. Yeah. I predicted this. Oh, did you? Oh, I'm so predictable. No, no, no just because just because I, I, I mean, we've met twice, I think. Yeah. Proper. But like uh, <laughs> both those times, I remember cups of tea were uh, were something you looked forward to. You were like, yeah, you, you, you were quite looking forward to a cup of tea. I love a cup of tea. But because I'm old now, knocking 60, and I have to be careful about things like blood pressure and heart and all that shit. So I have decaf now. Well, I have my first cup of tea is a normal yeah. um, cup of tea, and then the rest of the day is decaffeinated, which I didn't think I would ever get into, but oh. they're fine. They're absolutely fine. It's lovely. I'm a bit... Str- I prefer to make my own tea. Mm. The dreaded words are, shall I make you a cup of tea? And it's like, oh, please don't. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Can I do it myself? So when I turned up here today, lovely yeah. Naomi, who yeah. greeted me... Cup of tea, and I went. No, I've brought my own tea bags. 
and I'll is that where it is? Great, I'll do my own tea. Yeah, I love yeah. That. I love that to be to be able to say it's okay. I'm going to do it myself and just yes. be confident enough to do that. Yeah, yeah. And also, it makes you look cool as well when you turn up at a workplace. I'm like, I can do it myself. We're all right. Does it? Does it make yeah, I think cool? it does. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I thought it just made me look a bit aggressive. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> How long have you been having the decaffeinated tea for? Probably about two years, something like that now. Two or three years. So you're probably about three years off of it tasting like normal tea? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And today, yeah, like because this is very... Because we're in London, oh, there was no normal milk. There was oat milk or soya. <laughs> Oh dear. And she did offer to go out and she said, because otherwise the normal milk just sits in the fridge. And I was like, it's all right. I'll try the soya. And actually, it's fine. It's well, there you fine. go. It's fine. It's fine. But it's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you prefer a cow, a cow milk? I do. See, this is the thing. When I watched Simon Amstill's Carnage, mm. brilliant film, I was obviously very upset at the end of it and thought, I've got to go vegan. You know, not being veggie and whatever. Well, by the end of the first week of being vegan, I was crying for cheese. <laughs> I was really, I was, I mean, I was crying. I found out my friend Sean in France and I, I said, I just, I've got to have some cheese, mate. And he went, come on. He went, you've done your bit. He said, you've been veggie 40 years. You don't drive. You don't have kids. I thought, yes, of course. Yeah. I don't have any fucking, what do they call it? Kids. Um, carbon footprint. <laughs> carbon footprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, my carbon footprint is m minuscule. So he, he he gave me permission to eat cheese. So. <laughs> That's nice. Oh, I remember you said earlier that your friend was going to come back, your friend from France. But this is going to be, I, I feel like it's coming in the dessert course, maybe. Your friend from France and the blueberries. Yes. We still, we, the, yeah, we still haven't a, heard about the blueberries or the put in France them. friend. Yeah. But we, before we move on to that, we should probably dig into exactly how you like your tea. Oh, I like my tea. Milk in first. What oh sort of milk boy. are we talking? Semi-skimmed. Semi-skimmed. Semi-skim, milk, tea bag in, then the hot water. Now, I imagine throughout your life you've come across a lot of um, pushback with that, a lot of people disagreeing with that order of doing things. Yep. Can you talk about what, what that's been like for you? Well, it's been quite distressing at times <laughs> because when you, you when you know you're right, you know you're right. Yeah. But actually, whenever I make somebody a cup of tea... Without a doubt, people say, this is such a good cup of tea. And I mm. say, milk in first. Because you can judge it. And they say, oh, but it just looks like, you know, sort of watered down milk. But it isn't. There's a tea bag in there. And you just got to wait. And then you give it a squeeze. And then suddenly it's this beautiful honey colour, yeah. you know. And sometimes in the morning, I will have a tiny bit of sugar. I mean, the end of a teaspoon so it's like a sort of quarter of a teaspoon, even less than that, of sugar. I did have some man saying to me once, some bloke, <laughs> said to me, oh, you can't possibly taste that. I said, fuck off. <laughs> I said, you're not in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who's, who's oh, telling you you can't taste it? I don't know. It? It's just some bloke. It's always some bloke. Sorry, yeah. lads. No, it's always no, some no, bloke. No, oh, fair. that is a Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah, Oh, he didn't have as refined a palate as you. You can pick up on that sort of stuff. Exactly. That's what I should have said rather than... No, I think you. yours probably got to the point a lot quicker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you're not in my mouth. Exactly. Um, and you never will be. <laughs> I went on Room 101 with Heston Blumenthal, was one of the other guests. Oh, yeah. And he tried to put people who put milk in first in Room 101. 
well, he can fuck off because, <laughs> you know, what does he do? He puts porridge in with, what, a Brussels sprout and charges people £30 for the pleasure. <laughs> so he can do one. <laughs> Also, that's so weird because, like, his whole thing is about doing things in a in a different yeah, way and quite, reinventing I stuff. I was surprised. Yeah. And surely, when you're putting the milk in first, you're basically the Heston Blumenthal of tea, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Exactly. Like what you're doing, you're being the innovator. Yeah. He's yeah. a scientist, right? He, he he prides himself on being like sciencey, and it sounds like what you've done is more scientifically. You're spreading the milk out immediately. Absolutely. You're not just dumping the milk on the top and it's all sitting on. The and top. if somebody makes me a cup of tea and they put the m- milk in last, I don't complain. No. I don't say to them, "Well, you know, this isn't as delicious as it would be if I'd have made it." Yeah. I accept it graciously and thank, thank you very much. Do you have a favourite mug that you have your tea in? Ah, uh, now, well, I do have. I've got a couple of whoppers. <laughs> um, <laughs> As the actress said to the bishop. Um, so I do like a big mug, like first thing in the morning. Well, I've got a nice a tall glass, like a pint glass, but it's not like an old-fashioned pint glass with a handle. It's quite a nice, posh, tall pint glass. And I just, I mean, it must have been about 15 years ago because I'd always make myself a mug of tea in the morning. You drink that. Ten minutes later, you want another mug of tea, you know? And I thought, what am I doing? Uh, I could just have a pint of tea and then I haven't got to go keep making another mug of tea. Yeah. So that's what I do. I have a pint pint of of tea in the morning. Yeah. So is that what you want for your dream meal, is a pint of tea? Oh, that's a really good idea. But in this nice long glass, because it looks nice, you know? So it's not yeah. like an old Guinness glass or anything like no. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily one of these people, mm. but there are people who definitely have a problem with seeing like a, a like tea in a see-through. No, 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 no. It's lovely. <laughs> I've also got little mugs, little glass mugs. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, my auntie Nelly, who's my godmother, who's in her mid nineties now. When I was a kid, she had little see-through glasses and uh-huh. mugs, and I love it. It sort of reminds me of my childhood, my uh, that happy time being with yeah. my lovely auntie Nelly. So, uh, I mean, what's the problem with seeing a drink? Also, surely it works better because you can you can see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Sure. In the tea, it's like an aquarium, right? Mm-hmm. You can see it all working away, and you can see when it's ready. That's it. Because sometimes, if you're a bit tired, you might have left the bag in. And that's always a nightmare when it's been left in a mug. Yeah. Because you only know halfway down. And it's getting stronger, but you still can't work out why. Yeah. And then your lip hits the tea bag. Oh. But if it's in a glass, you'd be able to... It's like, oh, it's got something floating in that. It's a tea bag. <laughs> if someone's trying to recruit you for the army, you'd be able to see it. What? <laughs> I don't... Don't look at me, Cathy. I've got no idea what he's on about. They trick people back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. the army by they, they put a coin in there. I think it was the Navy. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> but what? 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 Explain what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I think they would go into pubs yeah. and talk to these young guys, distract them, chuck a coin in their beer, then they'd drink it, get down, and then they'd pick up the coin and go, what's this? And then they'd smack them over the head and take them yeah. into the Navy. But I, I think it was because you had to... Pay them to be in the Navy. Yeah. Yeah. There's something like that. Yeah. I don't understand. 
Wow. Now, see, I used to understand I thought, I thought this. On but how to. Now, now James, now James has explained it. I now don't understand it anymore. No. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was on how to. What's how to? It was a it was a show when we were kids. Did you watch how to? Ed? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How to. How yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, I see. How I, to, I, yeah. I watched how. Vorderman was on it. Uh, no, I I was the original. Fred Dunnage was also on how to. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. And then it was another guy called Gareth, I think. Right. In yeah. Vorderman. Those three, but oh. they they talked about that with the navy and the coin, right. um, and they did a little act out of it. So oh, that's yeah. how I know about that. Is that why you get pewter tankards sometimes, but they've got glass bottoms, so you can check yeah. to see if the coin's in there before you drink the beer, so you don't yes. get. I just don't understand navy. what the coin's doing. What does that do? But you're paying to be in the navy. So if you met if you met an admiral from the yeah. navy and went here's um you know one groat or whatever it was back then, yeah, they would be like, oh, then you are now in the navy. So if if they were drinking their beer. They got down and said, what's this? And then they'd pick it out and hold it up and they would take that as them paying to get oh, the Navy. Oh, yeah, They'd smack them over the head, apparently, yeah. and take them away, which why don't they just do that in the first place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just remember them smacking them over the head when they were acting out on how-to. Right. Gareth got smacked over the head by oh. Fred, I think. And uh, But that was what they were explaining was why they have glass bottoms. Ah, there you oh, go. Right. Okay. Those, okay. those kind of yeah, glasses. Yeah. So, case in point, you'd be able to see it in your teeth. Yeah. If anyone was trying to get you in the navy, in the navy. right? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Correct reaction from Kathy. Yeah, yeah I, no, I'm just, <laughs> she's I'm, put her glasses on looking at her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Your dream dessert. Yes. Now we know that there's blueberries in it. We yes. know that a man from France, or who lives in France, yes. is at least going to be involved in this. Yes, he's a man from Liverpool, but he lives in France. He's called Peter. Yeah. And he's my friend Sean's husband. And he, well, first time I met Peter, he tried to ingratiate himself, as people often do with me, uh, <laughs> by making a strawberry pavlova for pudding. And I said, this is very lovely, thank you so much, but I can't eat strawberries because of the seeds. Seeds, yes. And you can't get seeds out of a strawberry, no. can you? No, and those little no buggers, around, they're the worst. Yeah. Like, strawberry seeds, raspberry seeds, yeah. they're, they're the nasty culprits. Yeah. So anyway, so the next time I went round for my dinner, this before they moved to France, he made a pavlova with blueberries. It was out of this world. Wow. It was just incredible. And he doesn't use, he uses mascarpone. Mm. So it's not too, because I don't like things too sweet or mm -hmm. too sort of creamy. And he uses golden caster sugar. So the pavlova, it's, it's sort of browny colour, the, the meringue, mm. and it's really chewy. Oh, good. It's oh, just lovely. So and then what else does he use? Um... The filling is mascarpone from Arge Frey. Oh, God. And so it's got a little bit of sourness as yeah, well to it. and a teaspoon of vanilla extract. Mm. So, again, the fromage Frey, it's sort of, it's then it's not too creamy or cloying. Mm -hmm. And then he, you know, boils up some blueberries with some sugar and then he sieves them. So you get all that juice and he mm. pours the juice all over the meringue. Oh. And with some fresh strawberries on top. And it's just amazing. Oh, wow. That, I, have we had pavlova before in the... I feel like we must have. We must have done, but... but like, I think people have chosen Eaton Mess before. Sure, I think, but that's... Some people think that Eaton Mess is the 
correct answer. Mm. But um, I would rather have this. Yeah. Pete's Pavlova. Yeah. Pete's Pavlova. Yeah, yeah. I love how... Every course is named after someone. Yeah, but I love how this isn't getting the word continental in there. He literally lives in France. Pete's Liverpool Pavlova. Pete's Pavlova. Would you like some of my continental potatoes that I invented in Islington? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's delicious. And I, I attempted to make it... Well, I'm not a great pudding maker. I get a bit nervous because it is sort of more maths involved. Yeah, uh-huh. totally. When there's puddings. But I did make it. I had a, my great friend, a little name drop, my great friend Marianne Jean-Baptiste, who's a brilliant actress. She lives in America now. She's got her kids and they came over one summer a few years ago and, uh, to see me. And I said, oh, I've made uh, a blueberry pavlova. And Marianne said, oh, we don't really... We're not really sweet people. We don't really eat that much sweets. And I was like, oh, well. And I I put it out. Her and her two daughters fucking demolished it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they could not stop eating it. And they they had to hold their hands up. (coughs) This is incredible. Great. That must have felt good. It did, actually. I felt very proud of Pete. Even though it was me that made it. He'd been proud of you. He was. Pad one. He was, so, yeah. That's good. A magic dessert that makes people who don't say they don't eat sweets just go crazy for sugar. They they went crazy for it. It was wonderful. We didn't even have separate plates. They just dug it. We just all ate it with a spoon. How it should be. Do you put anything on the pavlova or is it all in there? So would you pour any cream on top of it or anything? No, no, because you've got your filling. Yeah. And Mm. then, no. Does he put cream on top? No. But no, just the juice of the the blueberries. The compote, is that what it's called? And then the blueberries on top of that. And Mm. um, But you don't hold back on the mascarpone or the fromage fray. Because it's not cream, yeah, you can go a bit fuller with it, you know, yeah, yeah. a bit more in there. Oh, it sounds so good. Yeah, I'll be honest. When you were when you were talking about crying for cheese earlier, I thought maybe it was going to be a cheese board situation because uh, you like cheese, but mm. but also you'd already said there were going to be blueberries yeah. coming up. So I think yeah. James was a bit more relaxed about yeah, that. I had there. that in my head the whole yeah. way. I was yeah, like, we're yeah. okay, we're going to Blueberry Town at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> if blueberries have popped up anywhere else in the menu, then I would have yeah. started to worry. <laughs> but, uh, well, I'm going to read your menu back to you now, see how you feel about it. Okay. You would like still water, whatever's mm. on offer, not tap. Not tap. Popcorns or bread, you would like Crank's wholemeal with olive spread. Starter, a tomato tart from the ivy. Pasta, spaghetti pesto. Main course, pan-fried sea bass in chilli oil made by yourself with calf's continental potatoes. Side dish, a medley of steamed broccoli, spinach and peas. Drink, a pint of tea made by yourself, milk first, in a pint glass, in a like uh, glass pint glass so you don't join the Navy. And dessert, <laughs> Pete's blueberry pavlova. Yes. That all sounds fantastic. It does. Very homemade as well. This is all stuff that you do or your friend does. Absolutely. I I prefer it. I mean, we've got the ivy tart, Mm -hmm. you know, but I, you know, I do eat out occasionally, but I'm usually disappointed. Mm. So I, I do prefer homemade cooking. Do you think that comes from being a being a veggie for so long? So having, like you said, there was only like a couple of places you could eat out when you I started suppose, being a veggie. Although everybody has veggie choices now, um, or they have vegan choices, but I still have to always say no seeds. Hold mm-hmm. the seeds. I don't know. I think it's just like just go out less. And I was never really into that thing of going out 
for a meal, you know, like that it was a big deal. I mean, I'll do lunch. I'll, I'll meet a pal for lunch. I like a little lunch. Mm. Uh, but dinner, I just, you know, I just want to be home and I want to be cosy. And, and I love other people's cooking, but particularly my friend Peter. He's a fantastic cook. He sounds it. I mean, his husband, Sean's going to get the ump now because he like, I cook as well, which he does. <laughs> he does. He's, he's a lovely cook. But Peter, there's just, you know when someone's just got it? Yeah. Just got the knack. Yeah. And he loves doing it because he finds it very, very relaxing. I find it relaxing, but I find the thought of doing it stressful. I'm having James uh, and his girlfriend over to our house in, yeah. in a few weeks. Oh, pressure. I'm, I'm already worried about it, Cathy, I'll be pressure. honest. Pressure. Wow, you're worried. I'm already panicking about what I'm going to do. No, yeah. you know what you should do? A little bit of fried sea bass. Yeah. Calf's continental Calf's potatoes. Continent. I might do calf's And continent. some steamed greens. Yeah. Maybe. I, the one green I forgot was Cavallo Nero. Oh, yeah, it's good. Oh, I love it. I love cabbage. Yeah. You know, and any greens, I like kale. I'll do that. It would be so funny if my girlfriend and I went to Ed's house for dinner and he made us the dream menu of one of the guests (laughs) and and, and didn't even mention it. Yes. I would be like, Ed, is this Kathy Berg's dream menu? (laughs) No? Well, if not mine, you should choose somebody's dream menu. No, I'm going to do yours, Kathy. They're going to get a pint of tea. (laughs) (laughs) When the pint of tea comes out, then I'll start going like, But the pint of tea is for the morning, though. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really, you know, for your dinner. Well, I think that's a bit much. Yeah, well, you can have it wherever you want in your yeah. dream meal. Yeah. Okay. You have a cigarette if you want at some point. Oh, definitely. Well, we'll have that afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you can, but you can smoke in the dream restaurant as well. It's the dream restaurant, you know. Really? Yeah, it's your dream restaurant. We can get rid of all seeds within a 30-mile radius if you want. A little bit of wacky-backy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lovely. We can yeah, sort that yeah. out for you, you for sure. Have some of that. Fabulous. You wouldn't be the first person to put that on the on their dream menu. Sorry. No, you've been, you've been good good company. You and Mike Skinner from the streets. <laughs> you, you could have some of oh, that together. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> well, there you go. I feel like we've added some nice little uh, nice little twists yeah, to the menu I thought there. I'd chuck the, the, the smoking option in there. So I remember when we were coming back from uh, 8 out of 10 Catsters <laughs> countdown. It's the train journey from Manchester all the way to London. Yes. The whole way you were like, I need to get off this train. I need to. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. I've got to get off. <laughs> As soon as we're pulling into Houston or wherever yeah. it is, you're right at the door. Right, come yeah. on, see you later, James. See you later. I've got to go. Get, get me Siggy in. Yeah. So definitely at the end of the meal, got to have a yeah. smoke. Well, that used to be the thing. Yeah. But you did at the end of a meal, you know, um, before <laughs> I keep nearly falling back on this chair. <laughs> but it used to be a little... The men would go off and smoke cigars. Yeah. And the ladies would what? What would they do? Knit? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. Talk about the men. <laughs> they used to knit. Yeah, knit. <laughs> Talk about the men. God, what a life. <laughs> Fuck Not me. Yet. I'm so glad. I think this is a good a good uh, generation. Well, you know, I know I'm 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 old enough to be you your mother, you the pair of you, but and Ben, who's here. Like a sort of ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of presents, <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. Why. Anyway, I'm I'm just waffling now. It's well, ridiculous. Because because we we have already started to get the wacky backy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the listener. Yeah, that's what's, that's happened. what's happened. Kathy can't remember what she's saying anymore. So, <laughs> we'll go before it really kicks in. Thank you so much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, Kathy. Oh, I've loved it. There we are. 
the wonderful Kathy Burke, James. Worth the wait. I think that worth is the, the wait. What a wonderful of worth the wait. Absolutely. What a lovely and genuinely funny and warm presence she was in the studio, James. Absolutely. A pleasure to be around. A great menu. When Kathy said pescatarian, I was like, are we going to have crab sticks coming up here? Yeah. And very good uh, that we didn't pick up a tea. Yeah, because we, there was some chat about maybe having a cup of tea as a secret ingredient, linking yeah. it to uh, Kevin and Perry. Yeah, yeah, because whenever yeah. Miss Patterson gave him a cup of tea, yeah. Perry, he would say, thank you, Miss Patterson. <laughs> um, but yeah. We uh, actually uh, did well to not fanboy as well, James. We did do well. Normally we uh, we absolutely spill. I, I tell you why I didn't fanboy was because Kathy told me that once she did a, 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 a show where she was directing it, and like no one was fanboy or doing any of that with her, yeah. so she kind of gave them a thank you, Mrs. Patterson, out of nowhere one day, yeah. and they were all delighted about it. So I thought with Kathy, if you don't do it, she yeah. might do thank you, Mrs. Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get all the stuff. If she we did say do thank it. you at one point in the sort of sing song Perry way, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, which was exciting. But no, brilliant, brilliant menu. Didn't no crab, crab sticks. sticks. No crab sticks. No, no, no. Um, do go and listen to Kathy's podcast, Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. Yes. Not only me. Dawn French is the first episode. Amazing. Jamali Maddox, Diane Morgan, Stuart Lee. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. Even if I'm not on it. Well, one day. I mean, hopefully you've got to get on it before it's too late, you know, before yeah, it'd be awful. it's real. Yeah, it'd be awful. If I, maybe on my deathbed I'll do it. <laughs> They could do one of them one day. Yeah. That would be quite the episode. <laughs> Someone's like, I mean, would they be able to turn that down? If someone was on, if a celeb was on their deathbed yeah. and contacted Kathy and said, I just really would love to do it before I go. Yeah. Can they say no to that? Probably not. Probably not. A few foodie thank yous, James. Foodie thank you. We've been sent some lovely stuff. Thank you so much to Jubal Beers. I'm hearing about this for the first time. Benito uh, loves it. Because Benito loves it, and he's done he's done the thing where they, we, they've been contacting uh, Benito to say, we'd love to send you guys some beers. And Benito's gone, yes. And he snaffled them all away for himself because he loves their peach beer so much. He loves it. And then he, he, earlier on, he lied to Ed about having some. He said, he said, I love the peach beer, Ed. And Ed was like, oh, I think I would love that. He went, oh, yeah, I drank it all. Yeah. And then he admitted, I haven't drunk it all. I, ha- them, I do yeah. have it. I was just telling you that because I didn't want you to drink my peach beer. Yeah, he's got them in his secret little fridge next to his desk. Yeah, he's got it there. He opens it up, gives himself a beer. Every time he finishes an edit, yeah. cracks open a peach it's beer. In the, he he's, keeps them in the great fridge, Nito. The great fridge, Nito. <laughs> So thank you very much, Jubal. And thank you very much to you, the listener, for listening again. Yes, thank you very much to you, the listener, for listening again. Bye-bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour miracle grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.